Hey, you guys, welcome to the Main and Magic Podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode 32. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience, and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings via our brand new website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for the Main and Magic Podcast. After the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie and I share some Disney Plus recommendations to keep your entire family entertained over Christmas vacation. From series both animated and live action to some old classics that will take you back to the 1980s. Grab your popcorn and hot cocoa and join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this ride. We are actually going to keep it light today because Christmas is around the corner and we know you guys are all busy and life is crazy right now, but we wanted to leave you with something that could actually help your Christmas vacation, if you will, go a little bit smoother and just be a little bit more relaxing. So we're actually going to be talking about some Disney Plus picks, you know, that we recommend you watch during your Christmas vacation because a lot of you guys that have kids, you know, those kids are going to be home for two weeks and <laughs> driving you, can, you crazy. <laughs> yes. And you can only go to so many zoo lights and you know, holiday markets and craft shows and parties and all of that stuff. At some point, you that's the, the cost of those things adds up and you just need a space to chill. And so, yeah, we're going to make some suggestions for you and you can do with them what you will. But I know I have some good ones. Katie, I'm sure you have some good ones. I think I have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Of course, Katie is joining me. Hello, Katie. Hello. Um, Before we talk about our picks, just some like podcast updates. Uh, We have surpassed our fundraising goal for our Give Kids the World fundraiser, but it's still live until December 31st. So if you haven't donated yet, and you want to, I will put the link in the show notes. You know, you can donate as little as $5 and it goes straight to them. Um, Also, I had posted on our Facebook page that we are looking for just like little magic moments that kind of happened to you in 2021. If you went to a Disney park or took a cruise or um, even at, even if you had like a party or something at home that was Disney themed for like a birthday or anniversary or graduation or anything like that, um, you can submit those to our email address. 
uh, you know, with some photos. I'll post the instructions for how to do it in the show notes as well. I'm going to start getting that blog post ready to go here. So I'll need the submissions kind of soon. So just keep that in mind. Um, Okay. We're just going to start with the um, the uh, elephant in the room, if you will, and and say that our our first uh, bipartisan uh, <laughs> recommendation is everything Marvel. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we we I had to make a rule that that we could not either neither one of us could choose <laughs> Mark because it would just be the whole list. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, I still have to catch up on Loki. I haven't I haven't seen Loki yet. Oh. I'm I'm behind on my Marvel, so I am taking advantage of this. Yes, it's really good. Okay, so that's WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Black Widow movie, and now Hawkeye is out. On top of and Hawkeye, yep. Um, Shang-Chi and well Eternals just came out and I haven't seen that one yet but have you seen all of them except for Loki? Uh, Loki and um, Hawkeye are the only two I'm not caught up on but I'm, okay. I'm on I have everything else caught up okay okay yeah. so of the and then other on December 29th December 29th the book of Boba Fett comes out like that's a play into i mean this isn't marvel but that's you know star wars for a second (laughs) i had a brain aneurysm and i'm like oh wait book of boba fett that's marvel no it's not that's star wars but no i mean yeah like (laughs) there's a lot that like yeah both seasons of the mandalorian all so all of those things if if you haven't had the time this is this is the time especially if you have kids that can have the attention span for those things WandaVision was amazing. It was. It absolutely was. Loved Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I was just going to say that exact statement. I did as well. I Dan, so Dan started watching it and he's like, how, this was a couple months ago. He's like, how have you not seen this yet? I go, I don't know. I just, you know, I get into my stupid reality TV shows and so he's like, well, watch it. So I watched the first episode. Next thing I know, it's like four o'clock in the morning and I'm almost done with the whole series. <laughs> like, oops. It's My good, bad. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, I want to talk about some of the characters, but I don't want to ruin anything if somebody hasn't seen it yet. Right. Um, yeah. But there's a certain mm-hmm. character who yes. has a good time in a club and it is hilarious and just (laughs) (laughs) anyway so everything marvel and everything star wars just we'll just clear the table right there (laughs) um perfect but no we we both we both have some other other things um i know some of mine go go back like they go back a long time yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think they're like great viewing for families. But anyway, what is one of your choices in no particular order? All right. So no particular order. I'm going to start at light with uh, this whole, your kids are on break. So it is not a long series at all. I mean, guys, I'm talking 11 minutes, right? So this is, you're trying to get dinner 
done or you got to get online and order something, put your kids in front of Olaf Presents. It's, I've actually <laughs> watched best. it like three times. Same. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, there, so there's only one, two, three, four, five, and that there's five different ones, unless you include like the Frozen Olaf Presents. So everyone, I'm sure, has seen Frozen 2, and Olaf goes on his tangent about explaining what Frozen, like what happened in Frozen. So that's what this whole quote-unquote mini-series is about. And he does like the Little Mermaid Tangled, and he does a like three-minute skit, not even, of the movie start to finish in amazing Olaf fashion. Like... It's just, it's cute. It's funny. It's awesome. And it's one of those things, like if you're trying to get dinner ready or dinner on the table and you need your kids out of your hair for a few minutes, put it on. You will not regret it. It's, it's, it's for everybody, but the kids will love it. They're not but even, they're that's like my first cute. pick. I just, I thought it was so cute. Yeah. yeah. They're like a minute and a half. They're, if you add in yeah. the, the pre-credits like, and the post-credits, they're like two minutes. <laughs> right. I know. I was like, oh, each one's three minutes. And I played. I'm like, well, that was a quick three minutes. Like, oh, it's a minute and a half of credits. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. it's, I don't know. It's funny. It's light. It's, it's, if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely like put it on. My favorite one is Tangled. Oh my god, I can't love handle that one. it. I watched it's that hilarious. one like five times. <laughs> <laughs> Olaf does a great smolder impression. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my god, but, and he makes yes. the sound so that's my number when one. he does it. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the sound is like everything. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yes. I had that one on my list so. too. Um and yeah, there it it's a 10 minute thing, but I, in fact, I, my only complaint about it is that I wish they were like maybe 10 or 15 seconds longer because I feel like you could just get a tiny bit more in there and then they would be like perfect. But yeah, have, have you ever seen uh, the honest trailers? No. Oh, Okay. I'll have to like link some Disney related ones in the show notes. Okay. Cause I was going to say these are like honest trailers, but like G rated. <laughs> so there's this, <laughs> there's this guy that does these, you know, somebody will say do Avengers end game or whatever. So this guy will like take clips from the movie and he'll say what the movie is about, but like in very like matter of fact terms. they're so funny they're so funny so I'm just like watching the Olaf presents and I'm thinking these are like honest trailers except for (laughs) except for the snowman is delivering the synopsis (laughs) so oh so funny yeah that's a good one I'm gonna keep it animated and I'm going to recommend that everybody sit down and watch Luca, which is Pixar's newest film. Um, It came out in June, so it's available. You don't have to pay the $30 anymore. It's just available. It's adorable and so visually pretty. 
I loved every second of it. I wasn't, at first I wasn't sure because I kept seeing like, like the critic, you know, some, some people online, (laughs) there's always some guy online that was like, oh, it's like the little mermaid. But this movie is like the little mermaid in the way that Tangled is like cars as far as I'm concerned. I was going to say, like, no. <laughs> it's, it's uh, they, people are comparing it to that because this little sea monster boy wants to go explore the human world. So those so, people clearly didn't pass their SATs. I know. I'm like that. Yeah, this movie is not. It's completely different. The the whole like the whole like just point of it and like goal of it as far as like teaching you a lesson is completely different. And I anyway, James actually. So it it took a couple times watching it. James didn't like it because he didn't like that the kids were getting made fun of. Yes. It, okay. I will say what I know, like I can never watch up again. I, I've seen it one time and I'll probably never watch it again. The, to me, that movie was way too much for kids. Like I couldn't even handle it. And I'm an adult. Yeah. The first 10 minutes of it. Like if I had a kid, I would say fast forward to the part <laughs> past where Ellie, like your kids should never even know that Ellie exists. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> that was way too much. But um, this movie is not like that. It's a no, lot right. more lighthearted, but it still gets to some like really important lessons. Um, and it's so pretty. It, I mean, it. The director did such an amazing job on like the lighting and the colors and just the whole like feel. So it takes place in a little seaside Italian town called Portoroso. And these uh, Luca and Alberto are these little sea monsters, but they, when they come out of water, they look like humans. So that's how they can kind of get away in the human world. And they meet this little girl named Julia. Julia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And these kids are like super obsessed with trying to get a Vespa. So they, (laughs) which is so funny. Uh, they're just like obsessed with it. So they decide to do a triathlon, an Italian triathlon to win money to buy the Vespa. And the Italian triathlon, which like sign me up, it's swimming, cycling, and eating pasta. <laughs> like I love that you don't have to go running. Like any tri- I would do a triathlon if I didn't have to run. Like if we could replace the right? run with something else. <laughs> like I'll do a triathlon of eating pasta and then give me a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. And then uh... <laughs> So, yes, and then they, you know, like there's there's like the bad guy. Um I forgot his name. Ercole. Ercole is the bad guy. Um, and he's kind of like a bully, but I, it, it really does like, yeah, like uh, just about not being a bully and yeah, accepting yourself and, and others. Yeah. That, yes. And that's like, that's how I played it into James. That's when we got into watching it a second time. I'm like, yes, it's sad because, you know, you, they're being mean, but you know, you're, they're together and they're sticking up for each other and you know, you just have to not do that. Like, don't be that. Be better. So, 
and they, you know, the kids, all the kids make some mistakes. Right. So it's like about making mistakes and how you can recover from those moments of being a human because humans make mistakes. So yes, very cute. Highly recommend. Easily one of my top five favorite Pixar films. Would watch again. 10, 10, do recommend. Yeah, I really like that one. That's a good one. But I will cool. say, I did not pick any movies. <laughs> I, you got you got all shows. <laughs> I, I have all series, yeah. yeah. What's your next one? Um, this is actually James's current, like, go-to on Disney+. And apparently, according to him, it has been out for a while. I thought it was new, but it was not. And it is the uh, Disney's Magic Bake Off. So imagine Iron Chef and Cupcake Wars on the Food Network, but for kids. Okay. And it's two kids. You know, there's four. It's honestly, it's exactly the same as Cupcake Wars, but it's just kids. And they there's four different teams, and they have a theme that they have to do, and they bake a cake. Or they do a dessert and they learn about baking. I mean, these kids, these desserts that these kids are doing are amazing. But it's kind of one of those series that if your kids are into cooking or they always want to help you bake or while you're baking cookies and you don't want the grimy hands all over the cookies that people are going to be eating. um, (laughs) Because we all know that that happens. Put this on like this is a can be for anybody like he'll watch it by himself. We'll sit down and watch it together. Like what team do you want to win? He's like, I really want the blue team to win, but I, I the pink team's going to win. They're just really good bakers. Look at how nice that cake looks. I'm like, yeah. Do you want to bake? No, not really. Okay. But yeah, so that's it's one of those like, you know, again, a series where if you need some time, you can put it on for your kids. There's, um, don't remember how many episodes there are total, but it's just. Are they like an hour, half hour? Uh, they're like an hour long. Okay. Yeah. So So like the other shows would be too. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. Yes. So I can't, I have a hard time watching baking shows myself. It, you know, obviously I'm not odd man out because (laughs) They're everywhere and everybody seems to love them. And I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> I, I am not, I, we used to be like, we used to watch Iron Chef and stuff like that in this house all the time. And I am really surprised that it's something that James watches, but I've watched it a couple of times. And even though I can't sit through it, all of them, the fact that these kids, I mean, these kids are like 10, 11 years old and the stuff that I can't do that. My my cookies come out like hockey pucks. I mean, I the first time I ever baked a cookie, I read the ingredients wrong and I added a half a or a full stick of butter instead of two sticks of butter, and that it was not good. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so yeah, but no, it's I mean it's it can be for anybody. You'd be surprised. I I'm I'm honestly it's. This is a James pick. This is something I picked on this because he's into it. I'm surprised he's into it. So you never know the kind of stuff that you can find on Disney Plus that your kids might be into. And that's yeah. kind of why I, you know, I was okay. I was okay with putting this on my list because of that. So well, and two, you know, you might have kids in your house that aren't your kids. 
because you end up, you know, a lot of people have families coming to visit from out of town. And so you've got cousins in the house and all this stuff. So you never know, like, you know, know, hey, guys, is this interesting to you? Yeah, okay. Now, all of a sudden, you've got four kids sitting on the couch and you... (laughs) Right, right. You know, the adults are in the in the kitchen uh breaking out the the wine bottles. <laughs> so, you know, who know like who knows, you know. Right. But so, all right. What's your next one? What you got? I'll I, I have a series as well. Mm-hmm. I think this is my only series actually. Well, besides the Olaf presents, and that is behind the attraction. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is—it's kind of a deep dive into some of our favorite Disney attractions. It's a series. There's ten episodes, and each episode focuses on a different attraction or theme. In in one case, um, so they do. The Jungle Cruise, The Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, Tower of Terror, Space Mountain, The Castles, The Disneyland Hotel, uh, It's a Small World, and then Trains, Trams, Monorails, and Boats, so basically transportation. And then the last one is Hall of Presidents. I'm up to the Disneyland Hotel episode. I haven't watched it yet because I really want to like pay close attention to that one because you might be thinking for those of you out there that are like, why the Disneyland hotel? That sounds stupid. No, if, if I've read some things about the history of the Disneyland hotel and it is fascinating because Mm -hmm. it is, it's like its own like drama, like just how how this hotel finally ended up being Disney like belonging to the Walt Disney company, like so much like political, like just all kinds of crazy stuff happened in its history. So yeah, I want to, I want to actually like really pay attention, but all the ones before that I've watched already. They're really good. I particularly loved the haunted mansion episode. I like the power terror one in the castles episode. I really loved that one too. Honestly, they're all good because I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, I love the Space Mountain one too. They're all awesome. Just go watch all of them. <laughs> yeah, this was on this was on my list also. Um, okay, but yeah, I I we sat down, we watched it together, and you know, it reminded me. So when I was in high school, we did a tour at Hollywood Studios, and we actually got to see like how Tower of Terror, the inner workings of it. Like that was one of the the um, tours that they had. And that's what this whole series reminds me of is basically like a little tour of each attraction, like the inner workings and the behind the scenes and stuff you wouldn't necessarily see. Yeah. And, and like how they developed it, you know, like yes. the idea from like the storyboarding and those kinds of things. Um, yeah. Just really interesting and really fun. So if you've got, um, you know, if you've got, Anybody that's like a parks junkie oh, yeah. in your family, well, they've probably already seen it. <laughs> yes. But even just like, you know, I think about the kids that are into art, you know, like I, I would have watched this when I was 10 because mm-hmm. I'm, because, you know, I look at things and I'm like, how did they do that? 
you know, and so this is, there's like a whole art angle to this. So if you have a kid that's into like building things or, you know, even just like designing things on the computer, this would be great for them. Right. Uh, okay. What's your next one? Um, I have behind the attractions. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) those were, see, we, 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 you were right. We had two overlapping. We did. Um, so uh, I know you don't like the movie. I, well, I just learned that you don't like the movie. Um, the next one I picked was actually Doug Days. So it's a series, but Doug Days, anyone who has seen Up, Doug is the dog from Up. Hey, um, if, if nobody's wife dies in it, I'll watch it. <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's just Doug and Carl, like... How it's basically the adventures of with Doug and living with Carl in their new house. And, okay. you know, just so like the first one, Carl builds a birdhouse and Doug has to, he takes it upon himself and he guards it. And then there's a squirrel nearby. And so it's just, it's cute. It's a short, ser- short episodes. It's nothing fancy, but it's again. So my list, I took into account of, you're going to be with your kids for two weeks and you're going to want some time to not rip your hair out and you want them out of your hair, put these (laughs) on and let them sit through it. And so right now there's only five episodes, but each one that's a different adventure. And I don't know, they're just cute. They're, they're, see, I like up. I don't, it's not my favorite movie. Sarah will, my sister will kill me because this is her favorite movie, but it is, it, it's, I will watch it, so I don't mind it. I love Doug. I think Doug is awesome. Doug is, like, he is my dog. Like, that's how one of my dogs are, so. <laughs> um, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's just, I can't get into, like, each episode without ruining each episode, and not that you can really ruin a series, but, like, it's, it's a cartoon. It's Doug and, and Carl, so. All right. Um, you know, just something quick. Again, I, I, it's put it on, play all five episodes, and you get an hour to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one would, I mean, it's cute. If you're into everything Disney and you want to stuff, you know, anyone can watch these. It's definitely something that's geared towards kids, though. It's not like behind the attractions that might be more geared for teens and adults. This is definitely a toddler, young kid kind of series so all right I'm gonna take us back to 1986 and the debuting of one of the greatest 80s films ever and that is Flight of the Navigator (laughs) and I know some people are listening and they're like what the heck is that I'm not even joking I must have burned through a VHS tape of this <laughs> film. I rewatched it in the summer and surprisingly it has aged quite well. <laughs> Except for a few little um you know close-ups of a computer. Obviously the computers looked a little different in 1986, but um have you ever seen this Katie? I have not. Okay. So The synopsis, basically, is this 12-year-old kid named David is 
going through the wood, walking through the woods one night and he falls and he bumps his head and he knocks himself out and he wakes up and goes home and some other lady is living in his house because he somehow woke up eight years in the future. So his family has been aging this whole time and has been looking for him for eight years. And obviously he re- he reappeared and he has not aged at all. So it takes place in Fort Lauderdale. So of course, NASA is right down the street and they just happened to find this little spaceship nearby. So he kind of gets taken into NASA to kind of get observed because they're like, where did this kid come from? Why didn't he age? And they have the spaceship and the spaceship is like calling to the kid and he eventually breaks the spaceship out because the spaceship is actually kind of alive. And it's actually the, the spaceship is voiced by Paul Rubens, who, you know, many of you know as Pee Wee Herman. So the kid boards the spaceship and kind of figures out what happened. Like, why didn't he age and why is he eight years in the future? And it's like a whole adventure. It, I mean, it's actually a really good story. And as a bonus, you'll get to see a very, very young Sarah Jessica Parker (laughs) (laughs) as one of the workers at the NASA facility where the kid is being held. But it's, it's a really fun movie. Um, And actually very recently, there was an article um, published in, I think it was, it was either Deadline or Screen Rant. And they were saying that Bryce Dallas Howard is going to, I don't know if, I've seen articles that said reboot the, the story. And I've also seen reimagine the story. To me, those things are very different. <laughs> um so I'm hoping it's more of a continuation of the story. I think it would be cool if it was like a sequel rather than just redo it with a female character. Because one of the things they were talking about in the article was that the lead character would be female. I'm not a huge fan of just like redoing movies with a girl instead of a boy. Like, I feel like girls should just... Like, couldn't you come up with another story to tell about a girl? (laughs) But that is just my opinion, and I will get off my soapbox. But, um, (laughs) like, if it's a a sequel where, like, the girl is the daughter of the original kid, that would be cool. I would be down for that. But super fun movie. And honestly, like, this movie came out when I was a kid. And I watched the crap out of it. And one of the things people do at the holidays is they dig out their old movies and they sit down and try to watch them with their kids. You know, my parents did this with us. This is how I have like a very strange affinity for Elvis movies. (laughs) Because my parents sat me down and they were like, watch these movies. They're really good. They're terrible. But they're also terrible in the most amazing way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this is like the storyline is good. The effects have held up pretty well considering how old it is. And 
yeah, highly recommend it. Super fun. I think if you if you have kids that are like into space or anything like that, this would be fun for them. And like I think teenagers would enjoy this too. So yeah. What's your next one? My I see, I got stuck on my last one because I was when Disney Plus, here's my, when Disney Plus first came out, they came out with all these awesome series. And we talked about all of them. And we have the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom that everyone knows I love. And every time, the past few times I've gone to Animal Kingdom, I like go and find cast members and get updates on animals that are in there. And I'm kind of a little bit upset because there's not really new series, series is. <laughs> There's not new ones. Exactly. <laughs> There's not any new ones. And and I really like that about Disney Plus. Um but with that being said, there are, you know, check out some of the series that are on Disney Plus because there are a bunch of good ones. But my last one, it, it's a short one, and I, there's some controversy, not controversy, but there's definitely some different opinions of it, but it's a short one. And it's something for Christmas and something to watch now because you can maybe start getting ideas for next Christmas and what to do for Christmas. And it's decorating Disney. And it's a one-hour special. It's hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. It was on ABC years ago. And it basically goes through how they transform Magic Kingdom overnight. And so the thing that people are saying on it that I was reading, you know, when I was reading stuff, because I have seen it multiple times, but it is like a giant commercial. Like it's, this is everything Disney has. Go check it out. But to actually see what happens when you leave Magic Kingdom on Halloween evening and you go back to your hotel and you're exhausted and your kids are on a candy rush from all the candy they got. And then November 1st, you walk in and there's all these de- Christmas decorations that all happened in like eight hours. And that's what this kind of goes in and it shows you is what they do and how they bring the tree in and how they assemble the trees and the gingerbread house at Grand Floridian. And um, they talk about the candlelight procession at Epcot. And it's just a lot of everything that's happening in Disney and some of it is, you know, older because it, it is has been around for a while. But I don't know. It just puts me in the I want to be in I want to be in Disney for Christmas kind of mood. So uh, it's not something, you know, you can watch it whenever it's always on there. But yeah, I, I I like that one. I like it, too. They're all they're all commercials, please. It, it is. Walt, You're Walt right. Disney himself did these things and they were commercials. <laughs> this right. is nothing new. This has been going on since the fifties. <laughs> so. Um, but I mean, and in addition to that, no, that's it. Never mind. Yeah. That's, that's what I got. I got that. One. <laughs> I really hope that the one that they filmed this year gets put on Disney plus. Oh, were they filming a new one? Um, they did. Well, they were filming something, and it was on TV a couple weeks ago. And it so when I was there, oh yeah, I guess I did see people saying they were try, there was like Chris trying Chenoweth to do something, there. but there was an area they couldn't go in because yep, they were filming. Yep, you couldn't go around the partner statue. There was a huge stage there. 
Yeah. And it was when I was there. And then like a week later, it was on TV and I missed it. And I really hope that that one comes on because that was like a holiday celebration plus the 50th. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I'm going to keep it Christmas. Ooh. Home Alone. Santa. No. However, my nephew has has been introduced to the classics home alone the original oh man i don't know why we needed a new one right um and and then home alone 2 which is also a classic because his parents are smart and they know what's up (laughs) oh they they're smart because they waited and they didn't show it to him when he was Four and a half, like last year when I said, James, let's watch Home Alone. <laughs> and I guess he really loved them because he was sending me like little video clips of it. Who so. doesn't? <laughs> I know. Um, but no, I'm I'm keeping it Christmas with Mickey's Christmas Carol. Aw. So this is uh, 1983. So like I said earlier, I'm taking it, taking it back. <laughs> um. So this is basically an adaptation of Charles Dickens' novel, A Christmas Carol, only it's with Scrooge McDuck and Mickey Mouse and like a slew of deep cut characters (laughs) like Pete is the ghost of Christmas future. So have we seen Pete really outside of the goofy movie like that might have been the last time we saw him and <laughs> you know um and like moly and the water rat from the adventures of ichabod and mr toad are the charity collectors like yeah they dug into some old school characters for this one but um i think I like this one because anybody can watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have little kids, like smaller, younger kids, like I don't know if I would show my eight-year-old nephew in a live-action version of A Christmas Carol because sometimes they portray the ghost of Christmas future and what is the the ghost that's like from um oh god what is his name <laughs> um i cannot think of his name anyway ebenezer scrooge's old partner those two characters can sometimes be portrayed very scary so i don't know you know like that could be too much for kids but this is a lot more mild it's a really good way to introduce kids to the story without freaking them out <laughs> so um yeah, I I really think it's a good one. And it's about a half hour long. Jacob Marley, that's it. Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge's old partner that passed away is Jacob Marley. So in the film, he's played by Goofy. So, you know, like your kids know Goofy. So they're not going to be freaked out, you know, whereas if you show them a live action version of this, you know, depending on the you know, vibe of your kid, if they're easily scared, they might not love that. (laughs) But yeah, so it's easily, easily watchable by anybody. Obviously, it's a classic. So and it's not super long. It's like 25 minutes. 
and it's Christmas. So if you want to keep the Christmas going in your house, you know, this one, I don't know that I've seen it like played on ABC or anything. Yeah. I don't Um, think I've seen it on ABC. Over the years there, it seems like they're sticking more to like the Santa Claus movie or, I mean, Olaf's Frozen Adventure was just playing on ABC right now. So, and like prep and landing and those kinds of things. So I love prep and landing. <laughs> so yeah, this is a good one to look up and have a little Christmas in your house. That's safe for all ages. <laughs> um, do you have any more? Uh, I do not, but I will say because you mentioned it, a Goofy movie, I'm surprised by the amount of people who have never seen a Goofy movie. I'm adding it to the list. Go watch a Goofy movie. I have. A- I know I've seen it, but I probably saw it when it came out and then never again. <laughs> I mean, but it has like a cult following. Song, it does. And the Powerline song is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> The power lung. And see, I need to go look at YouTube because I don't even remember. As soon as it starts, you'll be like, oh, this song. It's <laughs> eye, eye to eye. Um, so. I have two on my, like, honorable mentions. Yeah. What are- One is The Jungle Cruise with Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. I really loved it. I thought it was a really fun movie. Very adventurous. I have not seen it. Have you seen it? No, not yet. Oh, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. It has that it has that comedy feeling of pirates, of the first pirates movie, but you know, just like a more modern adventure. And it was a fun I really liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. And when I was looking up different things to make sure they were actually on Disney plus. Cause some of these things I have seen, but I haven't necessarily watched them on Disney plus. Um, I came across honey. I shrunk the kids and I was like, Oh my God, everybody needs to watch that. <laughs> so yeah. if you want to, you know, introduce your kids to a classic honey, I shrunk the kids is like, the most classic movie from our childhood <laughs> and perfect for any age. You know, it's funny. It's entertaining. The storyline is really good. Rick Moranis is ridiculous as always. And, you know, like I said earlier, Christmas, it tends to be a time where you kind of like reach for those old movies Cause they're fun and you want, you know, you've got your kid's attention and you want to introduce them to things that you liked when you were younger. And I feel like that is a high on the list pick. If you haven't thought about it in a while, sit down and watch that classic. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. So, okay. That is our show. We are going to wish you guys a Merry Christmas because this is our last recording in 2021. We will be back early next year with all kinds of good stuff. I have a whole list and I've got 
I got a I got an author lined up, you guys. So that's going to be fun. I just have to finish reading his book before I interview him. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, whichever holiday you celebrate. I hope it's awesome and a Happy New Year. And hopefully this gives you a good lineup of entertainment to get you through your Christmas vacations. <laughs> yes, I hope so. Everyone, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Make sure you watch the Disney parade on Christmas morning. Yes, yes, yes. I need to remember, I need to like look up the time. Sometimes I get confused, like sometimes I just lose track of like the I'm in central time. <laughs> I feel like I'm <laughs> living in two time zones all the time. So I'm like, what time is it? I don't, what time is that on? I don't know. Okay, we're pulling up to our stop. So we wish you guys a Merry Christmas and we will catch you in the new year. Bye everybody. I really am sad that Disney does not have more series out. Like I loved all those. That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. Thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you're headed to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com on Facebook at Pictures and Postcards Travel, or you can email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Maine and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have some fun. Head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Maine and Magic to join. Also be sure to follow us on Instagram at Maine and Magic. If you've got a comment or question, you can email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website at mainandmagic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on social media and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye. So we say see you real soon. <laughs>